These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv, riffing, callers, and sketches. Characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm George Kaloris. I'm here today with some very fun comedians. We have Alexandria Sweat. How are you, Alex? Doing all right. How y'all doing? We're good. We're good, Alex. And we got TJ Jackson. What's up, TJ? Hey, recently unemployed as of today, so holla. Well, congratulations on your unemployment. Thank you. COVID laid me off. <laughs> and joining us today, playing the role of Will Amato, will be our very good friend and the funniest mom I know, Abigail Williams. Hey, Abigail, how are you? George, doing good. I am honored to take the place of Will Amato. I'll say that. <laughs> I could hardly tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, I think most of the listeners won't be able to tell either. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Will, I love that gray streak in your hair. It looks so cute. Thank you. I started graying at 17, and I am proud that I am now 95% silver, as I like to call it. Ooh, oh, silver. Uh, the female version of the silver fox. I guess the silver fox, right? Because foxes are foxes. Most call me foxy. So. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know we were calling you Foxy. I yeah, no one has ever actually called me that. that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like everyone's going to start calling you that? Yeah, if that's going to be my new nickname for 2020, that's for sure. The very Foxy <laughs> Abigail Williams. That's right. Thank you. You know the lady who does those Bon Appetit test kitchen where she makes a gourmet version of candy and snacks? It's like part of Bon Appetit magazine. I don't know who you're talking about. Really? Okay. Everyone else watches it, but y'all. Anyway, she has great <laughs> down the front of her hair. She's our age as well. She pulls it off. I love it. Yeah. That makes me think, what was her name? Susan London of What Not to Wear. Was that oh, her name? Yes. I would really remember her in the early 2000s making that gray silver streak pop. It looked so good. And then Granny Chic became a thing. That's what I want to be known as. 31 years old, Granny Chic. Thank you, America. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest I, I, granny we know. Yeah, that's right. That's that's right. <laughs> I think it means you're a renegade. You were ahead of your time, Abigail, a badass. You are the <laughs> best. Thank you. <laughs> I come in travel size, and I'll come in your pocket and share positive thoughts all day long. That's perfect. <laughs> I'll take it. Absolutely. <laughs> It has been another crazy week. I don't know about you guys, but I've been keeping pretty nuts running restaurants and trying to figure out this strange new world we live in. And I'm glad to see that there's finally news that's not just about the coronavirus. Uh, and uh-huh. I uh, came across some interesting stories this past week, and I felt like we need to talk about them. And the first is that the Pentagon has released photos of UFOs. Like, no one was paying attention. No one is talking about this. But apparently we're just now admitting that there's UFOs. What's that all? Not only was it a picture, it was a video with yes. a great voiceover, may I say, by some guy. I forget who it was, but he was like, whoa, dude, there's a UFO, man. Oh, whoa. Dude, there's a UFO. Whoa. 
that's for sure what sold me to believe it. You know, that voiceover, Mm -hmm. I thought, that's real. I got to tell you, I found out about this. It's like three in the morning. I don't know why I'm awake, tossing and turning. And I see from an Instagram account I follow called Head Steve. There's a meme about how America has forgotten about UFOs because of all of this corona stuff. And I was like, that sounds legitimate. I'm going to look it up. And so I started looking. And sure enough, CNN had made this article about the Pentagon admitting that there are UFOs. They know about it. They've released the videos they feel do not compromise classified information. So that's pretty interesting to me. Like, what else do you guys know? I mean, Steven Spielberg might have been on to it in Indiana Jones, that secret locker room. No, you're, you're 100% right. It's like, why is our government not lying to us anymore? What <laughs> happened that you right. like, will tell them a little bit of truth? Right. Why did they think in 2020, in the middle of a global pandemic, we needed the truth now? Y'all have been lying to us for centuries, government. Like, we don't need you to now get a moral code and say, you know what? We're going to share this stressful information about the UFOs. A lot of us already feel like they're there. They exist. And you've been telling me for all these years they don't exist. And now, all of a sudden, no, we have video footage. I can't with 2020. I'm done. I know. It's getting ridiculous. Killer hornets and UFOs. Murder hornets. Murder hornets. The simulation has lost its mind, and I want off this ride. I want out. Do the aliens bring the virus? Is this our comeuppance for smallpox blankets? Oh, my God. Possibly. Possibly. My husband had a UFO story long before they were popular. In the last 10 days or seven days, I can't remember any of the days during all this corona time. But my husband has always told me, he's in the Marines, and when he was stationed out west, he and what he calls a New Jersey firefighter, not playing around kind of guy. Those are Kevin's words. That's my husband. He said, we're out there hanging out. It's dark. We're just patrolling. And all of a sudden they see these three red lights. And he said that the lights basically really quickly would shift position. At one point they landed on the ground. This is pitch black. All they're seeing are these lights. They've gotten on the radio. They're asking their command, is there anything simulating out here tonight? What's going on? They said, no one is out there with you. You guys are alone. All of a sudden, they see lights from both sides of the horizon shoot together as quickly as you can imagine, and then they just fly up into the air, and they're completely gone. And, I mean, he said his New Jersey down-to-earth buddy was scared out of his mind. And he said that it was the most bizarre experience. They were freaking out. They finally got other people to come out. They investigated, couldn't find anything. And to this day, Kevin has sworn that he knows aliens are real. So when I saw that article and sent it to him, he woke up and was like, first of all, why did you text this to me at 3.30 in the morning? (laughs) (laughs) But second of all, I knew it. I knew they were real. I knew they were real. So that's my story. Thanks for listening. There's more than one scary going on in that story. The story that was described in CNN, he said that's one of the things he saw, the three dots that kind of shift positions really quickly. But he said the lights that came together and shot up was a completely different thing that he still has not seen on the CNN news, but that he's heard other people talk about. I don't know what's going on, but I got to be honest. I definitely believe aliens are out there. Something is up, right? What else could it be? It's a little selfish of us to think that there's this big giant universe just for us we don't deserve it 
if that's what happened, that was the biggest goof in all of universe history. (laughs) Giving us all this space. We don't need all that space. But that's also my problem with any kind of explanation of space. To our understanding right now, the entire universe exists in this perfect balance in which the planet Earth is positioned in the precise place in the entire universe in which life can exist any closer or further to the sun and we all die. And yet every day I walk out and I'm like, mm, it's a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm going yeah, back like, it, it could be nicer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The other news story that just kind of broke me was this photo that Adele put out on her Instagram. She's been missing for a minute, and she puts out this Instagram mm-hmm. photo. It's right after her birthday. She's looking gorgeous. Looked like a completely different woman. She's lost a ton of weight. What's up with skinny yeah. Adele? Adele looks drastically different, but she looks well. She looks good. I know she's so happy right now, but, okay, what do you think this album's going to be like? What's the music coming out? What are we getting from skinny Adele? I don't want to hear Adele's happy music. The charm of Adele is how devastating, heartbreakingly depressing her music (laughs) is. Sometimes an Adele song comes out, and I think, I'm sad I'm not going through a breakup right now because I could really (laughs) indulge in I just want to relate to you, Adele. You said it so beautifully. (laughs) I need a good cry and a glass of Cabernet. It's reminding me when Alana stopped being grungy and she started shampooing her hair and wearing dresses and making happy music and kind of lost it for a minute. I and even Alana's dirty and angry. Yeah. yeah. Put some mayonnaise in your hair and start yelling at someone, please. Yeah. I want a sad, fat Adele. I don't want a happy, skinny Adele. That's not going to work for me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I don't want to be a skinny shamer or a fat shamer. It's not that. I just mm-hmm. want to hear your sad, full tone. Is it still going to be there? That's the yeah. only question I'm asking. We're getting hate mail for sure. Oh, yeah. There's some Adele stands I... out there that will not be okay with this. <laughs> the know? worst is when you lose weight and then you find out that the problem wasn't that you were overweight, but that you're just not cute. Painful. Like when Renee oh. Zellweger did not, according to her, get a mm-hmm. face change and yet she looked completely different and I thought I just don't understand that but I really didn't recognize her I don't like if people feel like they have to change themselves to be a certain way she had such a cool distinct yeah. look. She's still gorgeous she's still gorgeous it's not about that I want people to feel empowered to be themselves yes. don't change yourself because you feel like you have to and exactly. for sure keep that really cool vocal tone Adele please don't let us down exactly <laughs> Jennifer Hudson skinny is just as good as big Jennifer Hudson, right? There's precedent. It might be possible. I read that Adele says she doesn't cry anymore. She sweats. Oh. I'm like, okay, maybe she can make really good workout music. <laughs> She's the next Olivia Newton-John. Adele's physical phase is going to be sick. <laughs> it's going to be so good. It's going to be all dance music, like late 50s Madonna. I hope yeah. that. That would be a gift to the world. I'm really happy for Adele, and I'm glad that she is feeling good and looking good. And uh, you can direct all your complaining tweets to at Today is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms and to Abigail, the funniest mom we know. Thank you. Thank you. Hashtag proud. Yes. How's your itty bitty doing? He is doing great. He is a hugey hugey. He is 11 months old and he is 25.1 pounds. 
Um, oh I'm my pretty, goodness. I feel like I'm literally lugging him around. Like, get to walking, kid. <laughs> well, he is walking. I don't okay. understand it. He's just a heavy kid. He's big. He's a lot of fun. He likes to talk. He calls bread dead, which is a little morbid, but <laughs> that's fine. You know, I'm very accepting of my home. Whatever it takes, son. You be you. <laughs> oh, he's really sweet. Thank you for being on this show with us to celebrate Mother's Day. When we were trying to decide who we wanted to have on the show today, we were like, let's have a really funny mom. And then we had one name. And so it made it really easy to ask you to come on. But <laughs> we also started talking about bad moms and people who shouldn't be moms. And TJ, you've got a list for us, right, of some bad moms? Yeah, I have a list of moms who should not be moms. I really like when a man comes up with a list of women who shouldn't be moms. Moms who should not be moms, curated by looking at the internet list, not just myself. So don't get mad at me solely for this list. Blame the other sources. (laughs) (laughs) I am absolved by my groupthink. Yes, exactly. So number nine, I did not have time to do ten, so... <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's probably the biggest summation of DJ. The nine. The mom from Precious, that woman should not be a mom. That, was, a mom. that was hard to watch. She yeah. didn't allow Mariah Carey enough time to put on makeup in the morning, so that is a bad <laughs> mom. <laughs> Number eight, Kids Bop Karen, you know the one, who came up to that person's car and put her head in through the window and was like, my kids are listening to kids bop. That woman should not be a mom. (laughs) (laughs) Kids bop is terrible. And then number seven, everyone from the cast of Teen Mom 2. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) They got pregnant just to be on the show. All the wrong reasons. Number six, the mom from Bates Motel. That woman was crazy, but the actress (laughs) did a phenomenal job. But the person it was portraying should not be a mom. Mrs. Bates? Yeah, Mrs. Bates. (laughs) Number five, Cersei from Game of Thrones. All her children died. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's not what made her bad. uh, It was a curse. It had been predicted. uh, It was part of the prophecy. But it was her fault getting the prophecy. She insulted the witch. Glad you're not like the judge of the universe, DJ, or the judge <laughs> oh of the <laughs> Number four, the mom and Carrie, she should not be a mom. Although Julianne Moore did a wonderful job in that film, but that mom was crazy. I love that you know only the remakes. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, the mom from Home Alone, she forgot her kid twice during I gotta the be holidays. honest, I totally agree with you. As a kid, I thought this movie was awesome. As an adult and a new mother, I watched it this past Christmas and was like, what in the world kind of people are letting this woman go back home with this child? And it happens twice, and the cops are just kind of like, yeah, I understand. You forgot your kid. No big deal. No, I cannot understand this. You know who also forgot her kid? The mom and Matilda, she left her home every day. And she should not be a mom. Or you could say she's a good mom because she did give her to someone who did care about Matilda. And then number one, Casey Anthony definitely should not be a mom. 
all her blouses look terrible. I don't know. What do you <laughs> All her blouses? Oh my gosh, I'm thinking, do I even own a blouse? Who says blouse? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, TJ, that's the great list. Once again, if anybody has any comments on TJ's list, you can direct those to at Macho Will, Will Amato. Uh, would love to hear <laughs> what you think of Casey yeah. Anthony's blouse. We're moving from one controversial hot topic to another one. <laughs> Alex, you have a challenge for me today. You've been watching some music battles online, and you wanted to present a challenge. Is that right? I do have a challenge for us today. I don't know if you guys have seen the versus battles on Instagram. No? No one? Okay. It started between Swizby and Timbaland. When COVID hit the world and everyone got bored, rich producers was like, you know how we can entertain ourselves? Let's talk about our songs and who made a better hit. And it's been like this really fun thing to watch on social media. Genius. (laughs) Yes, it's genius. Free concerts. I love them. With more sass. Ooh, we can brag. Yeah, yeah. There's been some really funny ones. Like I said, it started with Timbaland versus Swiss Beats. We had Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch, Babyface versus Teddy Riley, which was really just the battle of technical difficulties. (laughs) I was inspired by these battles, and I thought it would be fun if George and I would could go back and forth and stand for some of our favorite musicians. Today, we want to bring you Lady Gaga versus Nicki Minaj. This is an epic battle right here. (laughs) I'm going to stand for Gaga. I love Nicki Minaj, but Gaga whoops her ass. There's no competition here. Already coming with the smack talk. I love it. So today we decided that we're going to come to you with five categories that we want to hit on. And we're going to give you songs and maybe talk about looks, things that inspired these choices from us. We're going to give you the song that made them them, a song that features Monster in the lyrics, our personal favorite jam, a collaboration with Beyonce, and the song that makes them legendary. George, I'm going to let you take it since you're talking so much smack already. I'm going to win with the first track. This lady came out swinging. Lady Gaga's first single was Just Dance, but that's not what made her famous. What made her famous is this right here, Poker Face. This woman comes out, she's a weirdo, she dresses real strange, she's got a funny name, and she changes music forever. The radio is never the same after Gaga hits us with Poker Face. We're going into dance tracks, the whole world changes. I'm saying Lady Gaga wins the whole battle, first song, competition's (laughs) over, I win, done. That's a good start. Poker Face was definitely that jam, and that's cute and everything. Like, she did. Poker Face was when she had the two-tone hair and the star around her eye. But I'm here to stand for the queen, the one and only Nicki Minaj. And now, granted, this is not my favorite song from her. But when she dropped this song, this is when we knew we were going to be with Nicki Minaj for a while. 
in my, my, my mind like pelican fly. I mean, you're so shy and I'm loving your tie. You're like slicker than the guy with the thing on his eye. Oh. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Somebody please tell him who the F I is. I am Nicki Minaj. I match them dudes up. Back cooped up and chuck the dudes up. One and only Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. Now, when she came out with Super Bass in 2011, Nicki Minaj let us know that she was here to stay. Not only was Gaga giving us crazy looks, Nicki Minaj wanted to give us two-tone bubblegum hair her darn self. And she was ready to come with the pop hits with a fast hip-hop flow. We was not messing with her. I got to be honest. Whenever Nicki Minaj starts doing anything, I start moving. <laughs> <laughs> So, Abigail, you feeling? I'm with Nikki. I got to be real. I'm not a big Gaga fan. <laughs> there is no super bass on the radio without Poker Face. Yeah, and the music video was great, too. We got a split jury here, people. All right, we we're split, split on that jury. one. Next one, the song that includes the word monster. You're going to win this one. Lady Gaga, her fans are known as the Little Monsters, and she came out, her second album, Fame Monster, with the song Monster. pretty good song it's not her best it's not my favorite but it's really fun that she embraced the party monster in this yeah you're right i give you that when i posed this as a category i did feel like it wasn't fair and i did feel like i cheated because my Nicki minaj song that i'm about to play is quite legendary let me play it i'm gonna let it speak for itself Wait, I'm the rookie, but my features and my shows ten times your pay. The DK for a verse, no album out. Yeah, my money's so tall that my Barbie's gotta claim it. Hotter than the Middle East and climb it, find it. Twenty my Tyrone, but he whine it, whine it. Nikki on them titties when I sign it. These niggas so. Oh my God! Sorry, George. I want to be in your corner, but I'm not even in my corner around two. I'm not even in my. That is my favorite verse. I think anyone has ever sung in a song ever. Like 20 different people in there, an Indian woman, a monster. (laughs) A lot happens in that moment. She got the Milan. She's wearing Giuseppe's shoes. The audacity of Nicki Minaj in this verse. This was before she even had an album out. But here's where I'm going to call her out. Nothing she has done has been as good as that. She peaked there, too. You know what? You make a fair point, but that's okay because I'm going to still fight for my girl. (laughs) She still did it. She still owns it. (laughs) (laughs) Are we declaring Nikki the winner of the round? There's no contest. Oh, yeah, there's no contest there. Next category. What is our personal jam by our artist? My personal jam of Lady Gaga's is epic. I think it is her best song. It is what made me go from being kind of like, okay, she's kind of a cool person to really loving her, going to see her concerts. This song, I remember where I was the first time I heard it. I remember dancing with Chris when we were like dating on New Year's Eve to this song. This song is where it's at. I love this song. It is Bad Romance. Oh,
Roma, Roma, no, go, go, ooh, la, la, what's your bad romance? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> what he told us is being dancing with Chris. How are we supposed to vote against that now? That's like an automatic win. Like, what else right. we <laughs> I'm telling you, bringing couples together, the video's super weird. It's so it futuristic. Is. It defines Gaga. It's so epic. It's going to be hard to top that. I'm not going to lie to anybody. That's a hard oh one. God. Dang it, George. I really took to heart the personal gem. This song by Nicki Minaj on her first album made me dance with myself very loving and romantic in the sense of self-love. I'm going to play this song by Nicki Minaj called I'm the Best. It wasn't a single, but it's just a good darn time. Okay, here we go. Yo, it was back in 07, did a couple of tapes, did a couple DVDs, made a couple mistakes, didn't know what I was doing, but I put on a cape, now it's which world tour should I go on the tape, so you told me I would lose, but I won, I might cop a million Jimmy Choo's just for fun, cause bitches couldn't take what was in me, Australia, Sydney, might run up in Disney, out in LA with Lindsay, got the eye of the tiger. This day, this still inspires me to remember that I'm the best bitch doing it. <laughs> the next one is collaborations with Beyonce. Now, I only have one choice for this because she's only collaborated with Beyonce once, but I think this is crazy good. It's telephone. It's a nine-and-a-half-minute music video. It has the P-word wagon from Kill Bill in it. There's a hat dressed looks like a phone. They poison all these people. It's like Quentin Tarantino took a ton of acid and made a music video <laughs> and I think it will never be forgotten. It's the weirdest Beyonce has ever been. I don't like you, I'm just at a party and I am sick and tired of my phone ribbing. Sometimes I feel like I live in Grand Central Station. I'm not taking no calls cause I'll be dead Gay club ten years ago, nonstop playing like diva yes. with diva. That was epic. <laughs> what you got? What you got? What did Nicki Minaj do that was close to that? That was a good time. That was fun. But once again, I am all about the motivation. And anytime these artists tell me to feel like a bad bitch, I flourished. And it's Nicki Minaj featuring Beyonce feeling myself. Feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my. I'm with some hood girls looking back at it, and a good girl in my tax bracket. Got a black card and less sex habit. These Chanel bags is a bad habit. I, I do balls, tail Mavericks. My made back, black matted. Bitch never left, but I'm back at it, and I'm feeling myself. Oh, get out. It is not boring. You cannot tell me that that is boring. <laughs> Sorry, I fell asleep there. Oh, yeah, right. You are alive. That was a legendary collab if I've never heard one. They met backstage at Coachella and then decided that they was feeling themselves. Shut the front door. <laughs> yeah, that became like totally a coined phrase after that. That's why everybody says I'm feeling myself. It's got to be the clear winner. They coined a phrase. Come on.
All right, TJ, where are you at? You're a tiebreaker here. Telephone. Another tie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're okay. taking it to the last round. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Last round. The song that makes them a legend. I don't think you can beat me here because the one I decided to go with is the song that won Miss Lady Gaga her Academy Award. Even in her Oscar-winning performance, Lady Gaga feels the need to sound like a ghost. At some yeah. point, they were like, this sounds like it might win an award, but if you could just sound like a ghost somewhere in the middle, that would be great. She's yeah. like, I'm on it. I've got yeah. it. And then covered. she won it. She won her gold. Now, play for me Nicki Minaj's Academy Award-winning song. Now, see, um, oh. I'll be going sure to as whimsically inspired as we were by Gaga's ghost moan. Um, <laughs> oh, man. This song was such a moment in body positivity. I present to you Anaconda. My Anaconda don't. My Anaconda don't. My Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Boy, toy named Troy used to live in Detroit. Big soap filling money. He was getting some coins. don't want none unless it's got buns and like she took that dope phrase from the 90s and gave us a whole new wave of body positivity that is not a ghost moan to me it doesn't compare i gotta Why? go with gaga on this one oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i gotta go, 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 go. <laughs> i listen to when i get ready to go out i'm like oh yeah oh dj took it there yeah. <laughs> yeah. anaconda exactly. don't want none unless you got buns hun really advocating for the juicy booties out here and i i don't think that gets enough appreciation i'm just saying you, you know you know we don't have to speak it but we all know who won this challenge <laughs> we know what diva's walking out of here with with some gold and <laughs> it, it's the one who never had a shoe thrown at them Oh, oh, man. Okay. Wait, we haven't had a shoe thrown at him. He's like, it's me. I've never had a shoe. I've had a stapler, but not a shoe. That was a lot of fun, Alex. I think we should definitely do that again. We have one more game before we wrap. In honor of Mother's Day, TJ is presenting us with a TV mom-themed version of Love Them, Live With Them, Throw Them Off a Bridge. So, TJ, what you got for us? All right, everyone, we have four categories, uh, moms that we would like to love. Um, what was it? 
bludgeon or live with, live with them or throw what? them off a bridge. Bludgeon. I don't bludgeon. PJ's <laughs> working off some stuff right now. <laughs> I'm unemployed. Give me a break. First, we'll start with George. George, you have the categories of animation, drama, comedy, or reality. Animation. Animation. Here we go. Lois Griffin, Linda Belcher, and Marge Simpson. I would marry Marge because she's awesome. Yeah. I would love Lois because she seems like she's kind of freaky in the sack. And I would throw the other one off the bridge because I don't know who it is. Linda... No. So sucks to be Linda. She's Goodbye, dead. Linda. <laughs> All right. Abigail, drama, comedy, or reality? Oh, drama. We have The Crown's Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Great. Cersei Lannister or Cookie Lion? Oh, they're all rich. Marry them all. This game is like my worst nightmare, okay? I can't remember people's <laughs> names to save my life, so trivia kind of stuff is not for me. So, like, honestly, I'm like, oh, Queen Elizabeth, that's the only one I recognize. So I'm going to live with her and love her, and I'm tossing the other two out of here. <laughs> Cookie Lion, played by the Taraji P. Henson? All right, I see. Oh, wait, you said Taraji? I didn't understand that. She's no, the Cookie one I Lion. love. Okay. Who's the one you love? Taraji. <laughs> <laughs> so you're living with the queen, you're loving Taraji, and you're throwing Cersei off the bridge. Exactly. Thank you guys Brilliant. for helping me clarify. Brilliant. That is my that final answer. That's, exactly, <laughs> that's the right answer. Yeah, it is. Taraji's the best, i got to be honest. But living with the queen, money. It's a big house. Yeah. You can go to the other side. You don't have to see her. Alexandria, comedy yes. or reality? Reality. All right. Here we go. Any dance mom from Dance Moms. Amy Kardashian from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and then oh. Real Housewives from the Real Housewives. This is going to be hard, because I want to toss both the Kardashians and the dance moms. But, but at I least the Kardashians have money. The Housewives franchise includes Beverly Hills, Atlanta, and Potomac, which has really been coming in and making a name for itself so late in the game. And Jersey was always a good time. So I would love on them. We're going to marry the Kardashians and take their money. Good. I like that. Yes. And then we're going to toss all of the dance moms. That does make you in-laws with Kanye. Just enjoy Thanksgiving. Ooh. That's all you. <laughs> you can get together for Thanksgiving. No. Nah. Can't see it. As long as he doesn't try to tell me slavery is a choice, I'm good. And if he does, throw something at him. Just some turkey in the face. That would be an epic episode. That would be the ad there. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Thanks, TJ. And thank you, everybody, for being on this show. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms Happy who Mother's didn't get thrown off the bridge. This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you for our producer, Jane, who edits the show. If you enjoy, please review and subscribe and share with a friend. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye. Bye. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Bye. Bye. Bye.